from darkness to light Anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight Anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served I know, I know, I know, I know Good evening, everybody. Hello. Good to see you here. Uh, this episode, this is Knickknacks, and tonight's episode is titled Transgender. It's Groundhog Day, Thursday, February 2nd, in the year of our Lord, 2023. And tonight we're going to be discussing the transgender agenda. Um, what's been going on with that in the legal system? What's going on with that? Um, in regards to schools with our children, um, what states are doing what, and not just in the states, but also in Europe, in other countries as well as like Scotland, um, Russia, and what's been going on there. So it's just kind of a continuation on what we talked about before with Chloe Cole, the teen that transitioned that's now detransitioning i'm glad to finally be back on here with you guys um if you hear in the background you may hear rain because it is raining outside and i can hear it on the sunroof right here so good to see you all so the first thing i wanted to talk about we all know what's been going on well a lot of some of what's going on as far as a lot of new legislation and um, things in the schools and in different states regarding transgender and not having um, the states not having the surgeries. Texas Governor Abbott passed and signed a, a bill into law about how it was child abuse for parents to give children. Um, hormone replacement therapy or the gender reassignment surgery. I'm proud and happy to say for the first state of 2023, Utah Governor Spencer Cox signed a bill um, that was against 
um, the gender reassignment surgeries, which I was very happy to see that our prayers are being answered and has been something that's that needs to happen. You know, a lot of people sit there and, you know, Christians, especially, you know, we try to be accepting of things to be nice because we think that's what we're supposed to do. But, you know, God wasn't always nice, nor was Jesus. I mean, Jesus was the perfect man, but tables were flipped. Entire countries were laid ruin. People were, I mean, they were millstoned and stuff, you know, this kind of thing happen today. And it's not, I mean, it's illegal in most other countries. So, you know, I mean, we shouldn't be accepting of it here, but Christians try to try to portray Jesus as this hippie loving, oh, kind love and love. And it's not all that, you know, we've, and, and not saying that all Christians are that way because not all are not afraid. I like that. God calls us to be holy, not nice. And that's true. And so, you know, but sometimes just by not speaking out, even though we're not being nice, um, you know, the time for action, they've got so many different leftists. I, I say leftist groups because we've got some right wing groups, but not a whole lot. You know, the right wing people are usually out. The conservatives are out working and aren't able to take the time to spend on emailing or calls and stuff like that. But the ones that, you know, it's time to where we, we put in that, that effort and it doesn't take, but a few minutes and, and email our responses up. Cause I, what I found when I was looking at some of this stuff in some places that I would think would not have things passed, it did. Um, one in particular was, Kansas Governor Laura Kelly last year, she vetoed a bill that banned transgender for playing in school sports from elementary to university. They had to play in the sports and the gender they were assigned at birth. They couldn't play for the opposite. And she, I, I was I was shocked about that, you know, and she's also, you know, the Equality Act. It passed the House in 2021. It's still sitting in the Senate right now. Um, but you know, even in, in 2017, two bills failed, um, to get passed into legislation that restricted the bathroom usage. This is important because for females, you know, females transitioning to men, you know, men have, they're made different. Their body mass is different. Um, not only the fact that they have a penis, but you know, they have a better muscle mass. Their body's able to put on muscle more. And so women aren't. And women, even if they try to transition or try to say that they're transitioning to be a guy, still aren't as much of a threat as a guy is trying to say they're a woman. One case in particular, and, and this is what is has been big in the news right now um, over in Europe. Isla Bryson, who's 31 years old, real name, birth name, Adam Graham, a male. He was married in 2016 to his wife, Shauna. She has been interviewed multiple times and says that what he's trying to do now is damn. In 2016 and 2019, he raped multiple women. But because of a new law in Scotland that allows the legal gender change without a diagnosis of gender dysphoria, he is um, going to be transferred into an all-women's prison. This man, who is a known rapist, is going to be, because he wears a skirt and tries to say that he's a woman, is now going to be able to be with these women. Now, they're in prison. They've done something that someone said that they were guilty of, but they're still people, and they still deserve protection from men who are perverts and want to, I mean, especially a, a serial rapist, you know, um, here's a, a really bad one in Loudoun County, Virginia. Well, it's the women going in, the man going in with the women. Hopefully they will, but you know, if they corner one of them, you know, it, it's, that's it. Um, 
In Loudoun County, Virginia, a 14-year-old trans boy, in May tw on May 28, 2021, he went into a girl's restroom and raped a 15-year-old female. On October 6, 2021, again, because the superintendent said, well, well, you know, he can't go to this school. He can be suspended from this school, but he can go to another school in the district. So he goes to another school in the district and sexually assaults and uh, kidnaps another 15-year-old female student. The school's still trying to um, cover it up and act like it never happened. But the um, it was really funny. The superintendent got busted, actually. He lied about the, um, the first, about knowing about the first rape, even though he emailed out on May 28th, when the first one happened, a letter to all the other um, staff. So it's like, okay, wow. Also, there, Sheriff Michael Chapman. So any of y'all that's in Virginia, this Sheriff Michael Chapman seems to be a, a good one. He sent letters and, and was trying to actually help the parents. The media portrayed the parents as the bad guys and said that it was a transgender hate crime. You know, um, Scott Ziegler, Z-I-E-G-L-E-R, was the superintendent that lied about knowing about the first rape and then trying to cover it up. This is a 14-year-old kid that's now has to be on the sexual offenders registry. Um, he was found guilty, put on supervised probation in a residential treatment facility for a few years. You know, so, I mean, trans guys or are, are guys trying to be pretend they're women in this whole transgender as i call it is it's wrong because so much stuff can happen another one that's going to um that's in prison right now and is being transferred into an all women's is karen here we got a karen karen white 52 years old aka david thompson went to jail for assault and gross indecency with a child in 2001. So he's a child molester, raped women while he was in jail for that, was a drag queen in Manchester, which is gonna bring me to my next part. So he had um, the rape and assault in 2001 with a child, 2003 rapes again, another rape, and then three rapes in 2016 it was a drag queen. We also have these drag queen shows and where they're trying to now teach this transgender ideology in elementary schools to children. And this is where I get very, very angry because they're after the children. We know they've been after the children, but they really are. I'm going to play this clip. It's two minutes and... 11 seconds because i'm two seconds in already um this is to this was shown to daycare owners in north carolina so you guys in north carolina listen up y'all i mean y'all know your governor who got in by money and not elections not it it was a stolen election but anyhow um this is going on in north carolina um a teacher used the doll to teach gender identity to four and five year olds when a child brings up non-binary, the teachers say it's a huge testament to how much we've been talking about it in the classroom, and it's constantly in conversation. Here's the clip, guys. Hey, I wanted to introduce you to a new friend in our class. Well, this, Huckleberries, is my friend, Nash. It's their first day in our class. They're just looking around at all of you, and they're so curious to know who you all are. Today uh, was fun. It was really interesting, though, knowing going in, being like, I don't know what questions kiddos are going to have or what they're going to say, um, which is both, like, nerve-wracking, but also kind of exciting. It's that place of um, not knowing as a teacher and just being okay with that. And the friend likes to ask the question, are you a boy or a girl? 
And Nash answers, I'm just a kid. But a kid. But kids can be boys or girls. They can be boys or girls. Yeah. Or maybe non-binary. Yeah. It was just like non-binary. Yeah. yeah. That's just something that we know. <laughs> this is something. I mean, it's like they're four and five years old, and they just didn't make a big deal out of being a boy or a girl. And I think it was a huge testament to how much we've been talking about it in the classroom that you never mentioned the term non-binary it was yeah. a child who brought that up because it's constantly in conversation yeah just like me so nash just like me is non-binary so they aren't sure if they're a boy or a girl so when people ask them are you a boy or a girl right now they just feel like saying i'm a kid they're figuring it out. Why does he like, does he like stars? They like stars. They like stars. Yeah. And they and are really... They wore their star shirt because it's their favorite shirt. And because they were nervous today, they thought they would wear something that makes them feel special. Yeah, so... Obviously, there was one child that spoke up in the midst of the others when the children were saying that they could be a boy or a girl, that kids could be a boy or girl. The one said they could be non-binary. And so then when the children, even though they, they make them repeat that um, about they instead of using, you know, with the pronouns, the kid, the little girl kept trying to say he and the woman who is holding the doll keeps using the pronouns they in there and so yeah this shouldn't be in in the schools this was in a daycare but this is something that's in the is going on with schools as well um you and i was very surprised to hear this um Derby Recreation Center had an anonymous, uh, several anonymous employees that spoke out about a new so-called policy by Chris Drum uh, because the USA swimming policy allows for transgender dress, free from discrimination for transgenders for their dressing, how they're dressed, their locker rooms, the changing facilities, and the restrooms. So the employees said they don't agree and they don't want to enforce the new policy to, quote, let it slide, saying, in quotes, it goes against our morals and could lead to bad things. Customers who aren't comfortable, um, end quote, customers who aren't comfortable are to use a more private area of the locker room, like one in the corner. So they got to go to the corner to, to, sort of feel safe which is very very dangerous or to use a or to use a stall or the family restroom and that really brought up more questions for me because with them having a family restroom most child molesters are pedophiles i mean excuse me yes all ch child molesters are pedophiles most of the transgender community guys are pedophiles I, i'm just gonna say it the other ones that aren't are maybe just trying to fit in with what's so-called in right now or they're using it to get ahead in their careers because oh you know right now with anything with transgender or if you're a person of color you can get away with anything because you can just say oh well it's because of my the color of my skin or it's because i'm transgender and i myself know of one person in particular that is trying to be transgender and did it in order to get ahead in the career which is insane it's demeaning to women and it's wrong it's against god and god's going to punish them Um, but yeah, this, the swimming policy is like that. So the employees were told that they couldn't ask these trainees how long they have been transitioning, which in 
many, many places, they have to be, there's a, a two-year rule that they have to be transitioning for. So they can't ask them that. So what the heck is the two-year rule for if you can't ask? It's all to keep up, yeah, the status. It's to keep up status quo. Now, I'm going to give you all some information on the states that have been top for um, being against the transgender. Because it is. It's an agenda. And if we quit allowing it to, just like with the mask, you know, enough people stood up and said that the masks are stupid. They're not working. They're causing problems that they dropped them. You know, if if society accepts the lie, it allows it to continue, just like with the mask. If we stop accepting the lie, which we know we don't accept it, but we, we can't, um, you know, even put any kind of credit to it. You know, we can't give it any, any room to breathe. We have to smother it. But the states that are doing good at that right now, Utah, like I said, uh, Governor Spencer Cox signed a bill. Indiana, um, Republican Governor Ryan Lahr is got legislation 12, HB 1231 and 1232 um, legislation in Tennessee. Though Tennessee has had some issues, and we'll talk about that in a moment. South Carolina, Alabama, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Arkansas, though Arkansas's got a rhino governor who overrode um, a veto. Or actually, their legislator overrode a veto by that was um, vetoed by Asa Hutchinson. He's a rhino, big time rhino. They were trying to prevent, um, the legislation was to prevent insurance coverage to minors wanting to transition. And the governor vetoed that, the, but the legislator overrode it. So it passed, but people in Arkansas, beware of your governor, Asa Hutchinson, if you don't already know. I'm sure you probably do. South Dakota, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, West Virginia, Kansas, Nebraska, Wyoming, Montana, Iowa, Arizona, Missouri. Now, some of our, our worst states are pro-trans states. Oh, Minnesota. Minnesota, you guys have got to get on this bill. It's, um, they're trying to, they're, they're trying to make Minnesota a trans refuge state for children and allow minors to go through and transition. They have a bill up. It's HF 146. It was sponsored by Democrat Leah Finkel, who is a man who's identifying as a female, good figure, um, to allow children to be able to come to that state and be okay. California, which Governor Newsom is leading the state as a, a trans sanctuary place for trans surgeries as well. Nevada, Oregon, Washington State, Illinois, Colorado, New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, uh, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New Jersey, Washington, D.C., which go figure there as well, Delaware, Maryland, Puerto Rico, and Hawaii. Those states there that I just listed are all pro-trans legislation. Now, what I was going to talk to you about in Tennessee and with the drag queens. So, there's several. We, we, we've got to get out there and get stuff done. I know it's not convenient for everybody, but for the states that have stuff going on. Um, and I'm going to give you some events. Get out there and try to... Um, do what you can to, to counteract it. The, you know, y'all know the drag queen story hour. Well, the next one, or there's one in Kentucky and Louisville coming up. I'm going to share the link here and I'm also going to put it in nickname.
box that's coming up on Valentine's Day. These are all open for children. And what it's about is protecting our children. So we've got to, um, you know, get out there and try to get this information out and, and counteract it. That's the only way we're going to make a difference. we got to counteract the script. So Kentucky, like I said, is coming up in on Valentine's Day. Right after that, we have in Maryland is Drag Story Hour with Charlemagne is coming up. Then Wisconsin's got one. So I will put all of those in knickknacks and I'm going to share them in here as well now. Um, there are churches going for it, actually, Jeff. And as a matter of fact, I was getting ready to talk about that. There's um, in Missouri, Missouri, you guys, here's your, your opportunity to get out there. Jewish and Christian clergy have taken an active role in protecting what one advocacy group has called the most dangerous session of the Missouri legislature for the LGBTQ community it's seen in years. So this group, um, this, this woman is sick, like seriously sick. She's got a son that's non-binary, 11-year-old, non-binary, and she is a female rabbi. She was accompanied also with two dozen members of Missouri's Jewish community, all opposed to the legislation. The legislation was um, there were six bills making their way through the chamber that would limit medical care and and athletic uh, participation for transgender children. But it wasn't just um, the Jewish community. It was also um, a Christian clergy that was well as there as well. Because Missouri lawmakers, they've introduced 27 bills right now that's, I mean, they're leading the United States on bills against the whole transgender agenda. Um, but right now, they're really, um, it's crazy to hear that even anyone would be, you know, anyone of faith would be against this, but even Christians. Um, Reverend Mike Ange Angel, A-N-G-E-L-L, Rector of the Episcopal Church of the Holy Communion in University City, Missouri, says it's important to many clergy to it's important to many clergy to speak out about anti-LGBTQ legislation because their faith community communities teach that LGBTQ people should be welcomed. For some, the stakes are both professional and personal. Angel added. A number of us have trans youth in our congregations, some of whom are here to testify and to witness. So for a lot of us, there's a piece of this that is accompaniment of the trans youth who would be directly affected and the parents of trans youth who would be directly affected, he said. It's personal, too, for State Representative Justin Sparks, who sponsored a bill that would create the Missouri's children deserve help not harm at healthcare professionals from, from providing or any person or entity from aiding gender affirming care to anyone under the age of 18 which is awesome he's a republican who was recently elected to represent part of st louis county um so he's got some good stuff going on he's the sponsor of all six of those bills regarding the transgender children um and it was heard uh, just recently by the General Laws Committee. And so, you know, it's, it's hard to see that churches are even 
wanting to say that this is okay. It's not okay. It, it's not okay in any, any form of the matter. Is it okay? You know, it's, it's not okay at all. And see, another problem with this is that in Ohio, a judge, and this was back, I think, 2018, a judge ordered a transgender teen to be placed into the custody away from her um, parents, or away from their parents. And to, and I'm saying there because I can't remember if it's a guy or a girl, um, not there as I'm using the, the preferred pronoun, but... They took this child away from the parents and give them to the grandparents because the children even said because of their religious beliefs was not allowing the child to take hormone replacements. And so they give the child to the parents or the grandparents. This was... Um, And this was in um, 2018. Judge Sylvia Sieve Hendon ruled that the grandparents who the teen currently lives with in Hamilton County and are more supportive of the transition and are now allowed to make medical decisions for the child and change his name. And the thing is, is that it, um, court records shows that the teen's parents objected to the hormone treatment because of their religious beliefs and refused to call the child who identifies as male by his chosen name. Lawyers representing the couple insisted that the teen receive Christian therapy instead. Even in the New York Times, there was an article in the New York Times where they were even saying some of this this uh woke agenda on the trans agenda is has gone too far and when you get the new york slime the saying that you know you you've got something somewhere big um really big as of um june 17th 2021 um, lawmakers from at least 15 states have introduced bills aimed at restricting medical access or procedures for transgender minors. These bills include proposals to criminalize treatments and surgeries, require parental consent for medical care, and classify some medical procedures as child abuse. Twenty-four states in Washington, D.C., have laws or guidance from insurance regulators that prevent private insurers from denying coverage due to transgender status. Most state legislators also have bills related to the participation of transgender people in sports. In 2021, state legislators and 37 states introduced bills to limit participation in high school or college athletic teams based on biological sex. Six states passed versions of these bills into law. Texas, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Mississippi, and Tennessee. In 2020, Idaho passed a similar law. Um, there's a bill in Louisiana waiting for the signature and another in waiting Senate vote in Oklahoma. Governors in Kansas and North Dakota vetoed similar bills, while related legislation is categorized as dead in Georgia and Texas legislators. And, you know, we talked about, I got on this because of Chloe Cole, who I discussed before was really really adamant she's been on tucker she came she was on tucker even after i did the episode when we were talking about her she's not the only one um there's another person out there named only london it's oli london who is detransitioning and talking about how 
you know, Hollywood in particular has been really the, the inter entertainment industry, but Hollywood mainly has been normalizing these child gender uh, transitions. And most of it is the money. It's because of how much these surgeries pay because you don't just go for one visit. You go for, for multiple, like 20 plus visits afterwards. And then you've got places like, or companies like Walt Disney, who of course, you know, go figure, um, Bob Jacob, the former Disney CEO, he was uh, promising to fight Florida's parental rights and education law. Um, they've got a new trans series called Ironheart that's supposed to give children somebody that they can actually relate to. They have a series um, after the, the comic and the series Loki. The title character is now gender fluid. Baymax has a trans man who has a period. I mean, come on. Like, it, it's all out there for all of our children to see. And, and it's programming. It's what they're trying to do. Especially the for the ones that are set in front of a TV and babysat all day. They're not able to, you know, they're not seeing anything wholesome like... Like Punky said on the casting lots the other night, you know, there's nothing really wholesome on TV for for children or anything educational. And thankfully, there is Angel Studios because they have really good shows um, and a lot of good stuff that, you know, sometimes you just want to, especially on a rainy day, you want to, you know, flip on the TV or something and have something to listen to. There's nothing really out there besides, you know, there's, there's some stuff, but mainstream, there's not. And I found out part of it is because guess who the sponsors of Drag Queen Story Hour are? Let's get to them. After we go through some of the satellite states, I'm going to give you the satellite places here that they have. Chapters in, in Arizona, California. California has three places, L.A., San Diego, San Francisco Bay, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Illinois, Kentucky, Maryland has two, Massachusetts, Nebraska, New Jersey, New York has three, North Carolina has two, one in Charlotte and one in Triangle, Pennsylvania has two, Tennessee has one, Texas, Utah, um, and El Paso, Utah, Vermont, D.C. metro area, Wisconsin, and Milwaukee, which there's been some issues there anyway. In Europe, in Copenhagen, Denmark, Berlin, Germany, Malmo, Sweden, and in Tokyo, Japan. Now, those sponsors of this Drag Queen Story Hour are brought to you by SXSW, which I've never heard of them. Um, they have a symbol and it's a downward arrow. PBS, Public Broadcasting Service, RuPaul's DragCon, HBO, Facebook, Google, Hulu, Fiverr, yeah, uh, Yahoo, Microsoft, Intuit, which has QuickBooks, TurboTax, and Credit Karma, Home Chef, VMware, Disney, and Spotify. That's who sponsor this Drag Queen Story Hour. And all the drag, drag queen stuff. So you see, you know, a lot of this funding and where it's coming from. Good thing is, though, is we do have some places that are going against this and stepping out. And those are the ones that that we've got to be backing. And, you know, Scott's talked about it before and a lot of other people have, have discussed it briefly.
Russia, we all know the the war and what while we're sending all this money to Ukraine isn't isn't about just helping Ukraine because Ukraine's not in the right. Ukraine is definitely in the wrong and they've been the US is using Ukraine to funnel their money for one. But also the fact that Russia is investing millions into the whole what they're calling an anti-gender organization anti-gender in this context is meaning something a little bit more broader than just anti-choice it's against um it's anti-abortion it's anti-lgbtq rst element of p whatever um it, it's against that kind of stuff so Neil Data, a secretary of the European Parliamentary Forum for Sexual and Reproductive Rights, EPF for short, presented findings from an EPF analysis of the financial statements of over 50 anti-gender organizations. And I just told you what they were meaning for anti-gender. The EPF assessed the financial statements of over 100 organizations covering the period from 2009 to 2018 finding detailed data on over 50. The EPF analysis found that over 702 billion had been spent in the European region on anti-gender activity over the past 10 years with three important geographic sources of, the, of this finance. European countries, the Russian Federation, and the U.S. data, and the U.S. Data emphasized that this is an underestimate of course, there are enormous data gaps that cannot be filled at the moment. So 700 million is really the tip of the iceberg. So how big is this anti-gender movement? Well, guys, if you think about how big it really is, it's it's got to be huge if they're so big on advertising with it now. Um, because all you see now is, well, first off, you don't see any white people. On any of the commercials, if you watch commercials, I don't really see any, but I've heard a lot of people talk about them. And it's been Hispanic, it's been black, and it's been gays, it's been Asians, you know, everybody but white people. And, you know, it that's why um, they're, they're fighting this big time. They're fighting how large the trans the anti-trans movement is sorry guys i'm trying to catch up on my on my hellos and i'm bad at trying to type and chat and talk not very good at that not when we get this many people in and i'm that behind on chat they do. They want to uh, normalize it because if they can make it seem normal, then people aren't worried about, well, you know, everybody else is doing it. So it must be something that's okay. And it's not the case, you know, and that's why we've really got to speak out against this. We've got to do everything that we can to be in position to to send out these letters send out these emails go with our signs put it on your cars take you know shoe polish to your car dry erase marker to your car it'll come off you know i our, our mod um sarah not mod for here but our bards mod sarah she she had signs and did her car. Um, our MSM Liars, he did his car and wrote on there. Yeah, I should copy and paste, but I hate to copy and paste. Hello, it feels so impersonal. And so I try to catch everybody individually, and I just can't keep up sometimes. But, you know, you can write it on your cars. Use your car as advertisement space. T-shirts, T-shirts. You can put all kinds of things on T-shirts. Oh, yes, Donna, your car would, yeah. Well, you could put a sign up when you're driving if you'd like. And then take the sign down, maybe. 
um, would be something you could do, you know. Um, there are some really good patriots out your way. Um, Fred, Rita, she's out there. In Pursuit is out that way. Um, several are out there. So, yeah, don't, then, you know, in that case, don't write on your car. But, yeah, there, there's other things you can do. I'm just throwing out some things, you know. We've got to be able to um, get out there and and fight this nonsense. Just like we got out there with, with passion and fervor and fought against the mask. We're going to have to do it for this because it, it's gotten to be where enough is enough. Um, so back on to that analysis. So they couldn't, you know, give, I said, it's just a slight amount. So it's not all, it, it's part of it. Um, 60% of funding for anti-gender actors in Europe comes from within Europe, highlighting the need to address the issue within the borders of the European Union, as well as externally. The top two European uh, funders are foundation Jerome Lejeune a French research foundation with a clear anti-choice stance and tradition family property a Catholic Catholic fundamentalist network involved in the anti-abortion legislation in po Poland EPF identified 186 million of funding coming from the Russian Federation 81 million from US with smaller amounts from other countries, including Mexico, Mexico and Qatar. The funding identified is not from governments, but from private individuals and foundations. The U.S. financing comes mainly from 10 key Christian right, right organizations, usually funded by private individuals linked to far-right and libertarian causes in the U.S., which, of course, they seek to... Um, you know, influence the European institutions and their presence in Europe, Europe has become significant. I don't think it's more to, to influence the institutions so much as it is to spread um, the word, you know, and get the message out. You know, you've got George Soros and his billions of dollars pouring in, so you've got to, to counteract that. So, you know, we don't have our George Soroses and, you know, the Bill Gateses and even Elon Musk. You know, Elon Musk, people tout him bigly, but Elon Musk, when Governor Abbott passed the abortion ban legislature where insurance companies could not um, fund that, Elon Musk is paying now for his employees of Tesla that's in Texas to go out of state and get abortions. So, you know, Elon Musk, even though he's a billionaire, he's not, he's on the side that's going to make him money. He's shown that time and time again. And I mean, I'm not, you know, talking bad about him. He, I'm just calling out what he is. You know, you call it like you see it and that's how you see it. So that's, that's how it is. And I think that's, you know, also why our leftist government is so against America or against Ukraine on this war, for Ukraine and against Russia in this war. When I saw Mar Maria Abramovich, and I, those of y'all who don't know Maria Abramovich, she's the spirit cooker. She's been featured multiple times with many other celebrities like Lady Gaga and Madonna and... um. Chelsea Clinton and Reese Witherspoon and many of those Hollywood A-listers like her. Um, you know, when I saw Maria Abramovich, I believe it was 2021, late, early, or early 2022, I saw her come out and she was all for Ukraine. Um, and against Russia. And I knew then, you know, with the other, you know, like Ellen and all the crazy, stupid, idiotic view people um, 
you know, that you'd see on Twitter or whatever, talking about how, um, you know, Ukraine, oh, we got to save Ukraine. People turning all of their pages and profile pictures to blue and yellow. And it's like, oh my goodness. Can you guys stop with this fakeness? You don't even know what it's about. Meanwhile, Russia's over there clearing out organ harvesting uh, places and bioweapons labs and places where children were trafficked, you know, and none of this is getting out. And the worst thing is, is that I have to, to fear, you know, not only myself, um, I'm being a little vain here, but my son-in-law who's in the military, he has to go over there and fight in this war and being used by our government because that's all he dreamed of doing serving in the military and he gets to the military and it's not the same military that i knew it's not the same military that many of my brothers and sisters that were that are in or were in knew this military is is completely different and even when you know even back then it wasn't even a what we thought was a good military still wasn't because they've been planning this kind of thing for a long time. It's not been something that's all of a sudden, this has been a long time plan and many other people know, but the military was much better. Now it's gotten to where, you know, I am so thankful that God answered our prayers for the ones that stood up against the backs, but they're there. They're sitting there to where one, one, base is actually trying to hire retired soldiers to come back in because they have nobody. At least 20% of our, our military force is decimated. Done, you know, and we keep sending more and more and more to Ukraine. And that's when it's hard as a mom because I love him, but he's going over there and fighting the war that isn't a war that we should be in, first off. Um, Russia is, regardless of who's in the right, who's in the wrong, this isn't our war. It, it's not our place to be in. It's not our place to fund. It's not our place to send billions and billions and billions. And we've got veterans here that are struggling. Veterans on the streets. We've got children of veterans. They're telling our active duty soldiers to go get on food stamps. And they're sending billions. You know, why don't you just go ahead and excuse my language right ahead, but slap us on the ass and get it done with and give us the big $50 billion package all at once. Because, you know, that's where we're at now, at least. You know, we're probably, you know, higher than that. It's kind of like on, um, you know, with like internet, with hackers that hack bank accounts, you take a little bit, a few cents from this account, this account, this account, and this account, and you put it into another account. Those few cents add up. And by the time you take a little here, a little here, a little here and hide it away, you know, that's, that's a lot. And that's what they've done. That's what they've hit us with. They've hit us with, oh, well, we'll do, we'll start off small and 30 billion. Or a million. Then we'll do 35 million. Then we'll do 2 billion. Then we'll go back down to the millions. And, you know, to have to sit there and know that it's it's not even going for anything of good use. It, it, it's enough to make somebody really ticked off. It's not fair. It's not right. And, you know, especially when Russia's trying to end some of their crap that's over that way. They're trying to clean up stuff that the people wanted cleaned up. Here, our people want our country cleaned up. And our government says, no, we want it messy like this. We, we want it like this because we make more money when it's like this. It's just, it's complete craziness and insanity. Um, there was a Georgia state patrol officer recently fired because he made a comment 
on Facebook, which I recently did go back on, um, just because I needed to keep up with some of the, um, politics of my area. And those are on Facebook for some reason, but, um, I got on there and I was looking up the information. Sorry guys, I got distracted there for a second. I was noticing the time and I was like, oh no, I'm running into, into time. Um, we're going to continue the transgender thing again because there's more. But anyway, the, the police off the state patrol officer, um, he got fired because he posted on Facebook about how he did not support LGBTQ. He did not call out anyone in specific or said that he hated them or anything like that, but they fired him for this. And I'm like, okay, we, we all know that our free speech is gone. We know the constitution right now, they are not enforcing it, which we do need to be actively in our own County, in our own communities. Um, there's enough of us all over that know the constitution that we may not feel like we know a lot, but we can get out there and at least do some pamphlets and have a hot dog dinner. It's spring's coming soon a hot dog dinner or something, you know, invite some people out and, and just talk and get to know your neighbors. But this guy was fired for posting that. And I'm like, you know, they, they, they've been firing officers left and right. Now, like the situation in Memphis that happened there, they've gotten rid of all the good officers and all that's left is, is people that really don't care about it. You know, they, they've run the, the ones that care out. Just like in the military, they've mostly ran the ones out of the military out that care. Hey guys, I'm going to head, uh, I'm going to mute it for a second. Give y'all a chance to, uh, I want to take any prayer requests that y'all have. I like to do that and we'll pray because I don't want to cut into Conley's show. Um, the Conley, y'all don't know, get over there. He is starting up in about three minutes on Podbean. 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We have Bards FM. Filter Christian is off for this week. Y'all please be praying for Duncan. There's been some really bad damage over there. And, well, I don't know how. I, I say bad, but, I mean, trees down is bad to me. Uh, but he, he's had some issues. And so y'all be praying for him. Pray for the, the people in, impacted by this crazy government weather. That we're having but if y'all have any prayer other prayer requests put them in the chat All right, guys. Um, yes, I was. Cool. Oh, and happy belated birthday. I know I told you on your birthday, but I'm going to give you an on-air birthday shout-out to you. And we had Brother Conley's, I think, the day before yours. Those were like a lot of birthdays right there together in January. Just saying. I had my mom, my uncle, and my niece. All on the 26th of January, and my son on the 25th of January, and then all the others in between. I was just like, wow, January birthdays. Whew, mine's at finish, so I'm good for a little bit. All right, guys, let's, uh, I got the prayer request that was in here, and if y'all will, yes, Punky, yours is in January too, and, um, Yours was right after Jackie's. Jackie's was the sixth and then yours. And then there was somebody else's that was right there by yours. Um, was it Stacy's? Yeah, Scott was January 11th. 
Jeff's was the ninth. Yeah, so like it was like birthday central in January, man. Wade, the twenty-four. Oh, happy belated birthday, Wade. So you know, like it's a lot of people busy in what probably like February, March. Oh yeah. So it'd been like February, March. Oh, Valentine, St. Patty's Day, conceived babies. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to, uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to have this time together and allowing me to be back on here tonight. Father, we lift up, um, all of those in Texas and in Louisiana and Arkansas, Missouri, Kentucky, Tennessee, anywhere that has been impacted by any of these storms with this ice, I pray for their safety, for the restoral of power, and for them just to be warm and have food. Father, continue to bless them. For our sister Jazzy, I pray that you, um, you heal her, Father. She's having some more health issues and and we pray that you just heal her and relieve her of the sickness make her well father we know you're the ultimate healer and you have the ability to take away all of this um as you will it as you see it father for all of our children that the media is trying to manipulate that society is trying to 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 play games with and and even to sicko Sam Smith, Father, I just, I pray that that, that type of evil, that language is, is taken out of, of use and, and replaced with, with language and, and more of you, Father, more of the things like, like Punky was talking about with Angel Studios and those shows and more of you and your word and, and let the children have someone good to look up, like Jesus, and or or, or or you, or Father, let's not make idols of you, but have you be the center point of our children's lives and our lives, and, and just free, free them of all of these deceptive things that are trying to take hold of them. Let us lead them into to a better place, Father, for for the grandchildren, for the children, and for the future generations, Father, I just pray that you you protect them and you put your loving arm around them. For anybody that has any unspoken prayer requests or needs, I pray, Father, that you are just with them, that you bless them, and that you remind them that you're always with them, Father. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, guys. Well, thank you all so much for being here tonight. I am very blessed to see you all guys here in the chat. And for those that will listen later, thank you guys. I appreciate it. I've got us a good closing song. It's Aaron Lewis. Everybody talks to God. When it ends, I'll go ahead and shut off the um, chat. Y'all have a blessed night. Don't forget to go over there and check out Conley. As long as he's got power, I'm sure he's probably on Podbean, unless Podbean's messing up with him. You sang grace over a Tuesday Blue Plate special man in the next booth said don't you watch TV? Don't you know that God's a myth? I hate to see you waste your breath. Cause there ain't no use talking to a ghost that don't exist. The praying man said amen and looked up from his plate and said, You may not talk to God right now, but there's gonna come a day. Whether you're a farmer in the field Praying for the rain Or you curse him at the graveside Cause he called a loved one's name You can thank him, you can blame him Either way you're gonna face him Whether you believe 
Yes, also forgot, um, so Echoes is not on Podbean anymore, but Echoes is on Telegram, and they're getting ready to, if you're in the Echoes Bible Buddies chat, they are getting ready to do Thursday night Bible um, study over there on Telegram. I'm so used to flipping all over there, and then I had to remind myself when I had it stuck in my mind to remind myself, and then I still almost forgot. It's thankful Thursday. There's a busy, it's a busy day. <laughs> Bards having the four. For me, for Eastern Time, it's 4 o'clock for Bend and Knee, then 5 p.m. for Bright Deal, and then this one's on at 7, and then now Conley and Echoes at 8, and then 9 FM. It's like, whew, so many shows, but I love it. I catch most of them after that. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and shut it down. Y'all have a blessed night. Thank you for being here, and I will see y'all online or somewhere around and about in the interwebs.